Hallelujah. Father, we give you praise and glory and honor and thanks. And Lord, we pray this morning that you would open our spiritual eyes to see you with greater clarity, that you would open our ears to hear your small, still voice. Father, that you would open our hearts to receive all that you have for us because you are the hope of the world. Lord God, you are the hope in our lives. And when we grasp that and when we understand that, then we take that light out into the world and shine that light for your glory so that others can come to the saving grace knowledge of the completed work of Christ on the cross and what that means for us and for them. And so, Father, we pray that this morning that you will download into us, that we will walk away changed because we've encountered you. And so, Father, we pray all these things with great expectation. In the almighty and the all-powerful name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. You may be seated. Thank you, praise team. Great job. And uh, as you know, it's an exciting Sunday. This is our fifth Sunday, our fellowship time. We talk about one of the models that Life Fellowship is life-giving, life-changing, life relationships. And we are serious about those relationships and building relationships with the Lord first and one another. And so whenever we have a fifth Sunday, we take time to fellowship together. And so I've got just a short service here. We'll probably be out in three or four hours if that's okay. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Um, our desire at Life Fellowship is to provide a, a, an environment that facilitates these relationship building opportunities with each other. And so that's why uh, this fifth Sundays are so important. Um, it's about our relationship with God, but it's also about building godly, healthy relationships with one another because we need one another. We really do. Um, I'm going to just read a, a few passages of Scripture um, here in Luke chapter 10. And uh, you're familiar with this, this uh, teaching of, of Jesus. Um, you know, they asked Jesus, what's the greatest commandment? And so we're going to talk about that. I know you know what that is already, but that's good. But here in Luke 10, I wanted to read out of Luke 10 because it's a little different than what I, what I normally read. And, and here, again, uh, many times the religious leaders were trying to trap Jesus, and they're trying to trap him again. And so in Luke 10, 25, one day an expert, not just a common everyday person, right? This is an expert in religious law stood up to test Jesus by asking him, this question, teacher, what should I do to inherit eternal life? Verse 26, Jesus replied, what does the law of Moses say? How do you read it? And the man answered, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, all your strength, and all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. Right, Jesus told him, do this and you will live. And so we see in, in several different places where Jesus has reiterated the, the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love your neighbor as who? Yourself. We will generally take care of ourselves, right? And I'm not talking about being self-absorbed and, and just it's all about us, but we love ourselves because we're going to take care of ourselves. But what if we loved others in that same manner? What if the people that are challenging you on the job site or in your neighborhood, or whatever. What if you could love them? What if you could look past the crustiness and, and they're, they're, you know, maybe they're mean to you or, or say mean things to you? Uh, what if we can look past that and begin to just shine the light of love into their life? And what if God touches them and changes them? God is using us in a powerful way. 
recently my wife was telling me about a, a situation where someone was rude to them, someone that had was serving them, and they were talking about her, and they, they thought that she didn't understand what they were saying. Uh, but it was, but you know what she did? She tipped them very, very well, even though, even though they were talking about her. That's what I'm talking about, where we give sacrificially. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm saying that it can be difficult. But whatever it looks like for us, that's why it's important that we pray and seek the Lord on a daily basis and say, God, what do you have for me today? Because I know that there's going to be opportunities. There may be some challenges even. And how do you want me to handle those? And so we, we need to just seek the Lord. We need to ask him to fill us with his Holy Spirit and that, that he will lead us and guide us through each and every day. Life fellowship. What does that mean? Let me break that down for you. The Greek word for life is zoe. Zoe means life, both physical in the present now and also in the future. It means spiritual for future experience. Life fellowship is zoe. Fellowship means, the Greek word is koinonia, and it means unity and bonding that exists between Christians. We share in, in the commonness. And so I want to give a little example this morning. And some of you have seen this before but I, I think it I think it's such a great demonstration how do you like that <laughs> pretty zesty huh? okay when we think about Cononia, when we think about fellowship together we often think of ourselves as a cluster of grapes I mean I think that's a pretty good example um, but that's not really what Cononia means and and the reason that we need to stay connected let me say it this way the local church is so important, and that's why we encourage you to come on Sunday mornings. That's why we encourage you to come to the women's group and the men's group the second Tuesday of the month and come to Bible study every Wednesday because we're connected together. And this is what I've seen happen sometimes. Someone will disconnect from the body. Mark, get ready. I'm going to throw this to you, all right? They will disconnect from the body, and they begin to drift away. Good catch. Almost. Bad shot. Uh, sorry about that. But what can happen is when we get separated from the body of Christ, we can get stepped on, we can get squashed, we can get lost. And I can tell you that every person, well, let me put it this way. I don't know of a person that has disconnected from the body of Christ that has not continued to grow. Now, the 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 opposite of that is I, I've known people that were connected to the body of Christ and uh, have uh, that that were disconnected from the body of Christ. And, you know, it's it's like they go down this path and, and they lose their connection. I'm not saying that they necessarily lose their salvation, but they, they're not growing. And I've seen people that, that were really serving in a great capacity in the church and they get disconnected and they're, they're no longer serving God even. You know, again, I'm not necessarily saying that they're not saved, but but they're not serving God um, in in the local church, and and they're not growing in their relationship. So the local church is kind of the glue that keeps us all together. But what koinonia means is that it's not just that we're connected together, but that we are mashed together. Yeah, I'm trying not to make a mess here, but you you get the point. Is that Koinonia is, is more than just grapes on a vine. It's where it's the blending of our lives together. So you have maybe a really sweet grape 
next to one that maybe has a little bit of tartness to it. But you know what? When you, when you get the product, the final product becomes a juice that's very sweet. So you don't sep you're not separating this grape from that grape and this one from that one over there on the other side. You get a sweet, sweet fragrance, and you get a sweet product. You get a sweet juice from the grape juice. Ah, that's good. And, and you cannot tell one from the other. And so when you think about Koinonia, think about it from this context, is that we're all together, and there's not really a separation. There shouldn't be a separation or division. We're called the body of Christ. And so if you look at your body, you can't really separate. I mean, you could separate your, your index finger from your hand, but it all works together. And so that's why we need one another is because we're all working together. We can hold one another accountable, and, and we can encourage one another. We can strengthen one another. We can build one another up. So my point this morning is really that we are Konania and we want to continue to build our lives together on the rock, the solid rock of Christ we stand. All others are, are shifting sand. So... Uh, we're going to keep it short this morning, and uh, I, I hope that you will stay and fellowship with us. I hope that you will stay and have some chili and, and uh, some desserts and, and really build, take time to build relationships with one another. That's what this day is all about. It's for us to spend time together. I'd like for you to bow your heads and close your eyes for a moment. You may be here this morning. And uh, maybe you don't have a relationship with the Lord, or maybe you had one at one point in time and you walked away, and God is beckoning you this morning. He's speaking to your heart. If that's you, would you slip up your hand? I just want to pray with you. Anybody here this morning? We can take care of that. There's no shame in that. Anybody else? Oh, thank you. Thank you for your honesty. I'd like for you to just, I'd like for everyone to keep their eyes closed and their heads bowed. And um, If you've raised your hand, I'd, I'd like for you to just pray this prayer. You can say it out loud or you can say it silently. The important thing is that, that, it, that it's from your heart. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you this morning and I submit my life to you. I give my life to you. I ask forgiveness for all my sins. And I thank you that those sins are forgiven and that I'm a new creation. That uh, this is a new day for me. That this is a fresh start. And I receive your grace, your mercy, your forgiveness for everything that I've ever done. And I thank you for this new day. I thank you for this fresh start. And I rejoice in all that you've done and all that you're going to do in my life. And I thank you for that in Jesus' name. I want to pray one more prayer for you, man. Lord, I pray that you would fill her with the fire and the power of your Holy Spirit, that you would wash over her, that she would hear your small, still voice speaking to her clearly, and that you would open her up to receive everything that you have for her. Lord God, I, I know that you're going to do amazing things through her life, and I thank you. Father, I rejoice in this fresh start, this new beginning 
for her, Lord God. I sense that there's been a lot of pain in her life. But God, you have a way of healing that pain and those wounds. And so, Father, I thank you, Lord God, that you're touching her life in a tangible way and that you're bringing health and healing and wholeness to her body, to her soul, to her spirit. Lord God, that you will prove yourself more than faithful, that she'll see you move in ways that she's never experienced before. And it's, it's because you love her, and it's because you want to prove to her your faithfulness and how great and mighty and awesome you are. So, Father, I pray that this woman would experience you in a, on a level that she has never even dreamed was possible, God. I pray that all of us would, Father. And as we take time to fellowship today, Lord, that you would continue to pour into our lives. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. I don't want to. I don't want to rush out of this place. I know we've got chili cooking and all kinds of things going on, but the Lord loves you. That is such a simple message, but it's such a critical message that we really need to grasp and understand that the Lord loves you. It's not based on our performance. It's simply based on His grace and us receiving it. And God calls you His child. And I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. The name He writes over you is not shame, guilt, condemnation. It's my child. You're my child. I love you. Of all creation, you're my prized possession. You're my masterpiece. You're someone that I want to have an intimate, personal relationship with him. With, with. He wants to have a personal, intimate relationship with us. And I was reading in my daily devotional today, and it said, when we learn to trust him, when we truly trust him, that leads us into intimacy with him. Do you trust him today? Come on. We need to. So let's open our lives up to receive everything that he has for us today. And part of what God wants to do today is he wants somebody in this congregation to speak into your life maybe or give you a word of encouragement. Or maybe, maybe God is beckoning you, leading you to speak into someone else's life or love on them. You never know. You can look around this room. There are all kinds of needs that are represented here that only he knows about. But he can send someone like you at the right time, at the right place, to give that hug, to give that word of encouragement, just to fellowship with. So please don't rush off today. Don't miss out on the opportunity to receive and the opportunity to give. And I think I'm done. This is about just enjoying the day, just having fun. So. I want you just to, to enjoy the company and the fellowship of one another. Get to know if there's somebody that you don't really know very well, go sit down next to them and talk to them and begin to develop that relationship. And we're going to go out with a song. It's another uh, declaration, and uh, it's kind of it ties in with what I was saying a few minutes ago, that you're a child of the Most High God, and you need to know that. And so we're going to go out singing this song, so hopefully... We'll be reminding each other out there
that we're a child of the Most High God. Amen. Pretty sure we have met Every single day of your life I'm the whisper inside That won't let you forget Although my name is defeat I know you recognize me Just when you think you can win I'll drag you right back down again You've lost all belief. Here we go. These are the voices. These are the lies. I have believed them for the very last time. Hello, my name is Child of the One True King. I've been saved, I can change, I have been set free. Amazing grace is the song I sing. Hello, my name is Sound of the One True King. Whoa, oh, whoa, oh, whoa, oh, whoa, oh, whoa, oh, whoa. I am no longer defined, I am no longer defined. By all the wreckage behind The one who makes all things new Has proven it's true Just take a look at my life Hello, my name is Child of the one true king I've been saved, I've been changed I have been set free Amazing grace it's the song I sing. Hello, my name is Child of the One True King. Whoa, oh, whoa, oh, whoa, whoa, oh, whoa. What love the Father has lavished upon us that we can be called His children. I am a child of the one true king. What love the Father has lavished upon love that we should be called his children. Hello, my name is child of the one true king. I've been saved, I've been changed, I have been set free. Amazing grace. It's the song I sing. Hello, my name is Child of the One True King. Whoa, oh, whoa, oh, whoa, oh, whoa, oh, whoa, oh, yeah. Whoa, oh, whoa, oh, whoa, oh, whoa, oh, whoa. We're a child of the One True King. Amen. God bless you, family. Let's have a good one out there.